to the Twist My Arm Podcast, get a new perspective, arguing about the games and shows that you love, maybe learn something, this is the last podcast you'll ever need to hear, this is the best news for those headphones in your ears, Twist My show email us your thoughts and opinions at twistmyarmpodcast at gmail.com like us on facebook to access our listener polls and follow at twistmyarmcast on twitter listen for free on soundcloud itunes and stitcher and now here's the host of the twist my arm podcast hello and welcome to the twist my arm podcast my name is josh i am your host um i am sick (laughs) and (laughs) Not in a good way. No, it's it's been a thing. It's been a thing this last week. Well, we have some fun things to talk about. Um, today I'm joined by my good friend and co-host, Jesse. How's it going? I am not sick. I'm actually healthy. <laughs> He's all perky and happy over there. <laughs> and then me and Mike over here just dying. It's just been a, it's been a week. Recovering, yes. Yes. Also, Were you both sick? Oh, man. Yeah, Mike was in the hospital this week. Oh, shit. Yeah. Well, I'm glad you're out. Yeah. <laughs> he, uh, at that, that other voice you heard, is, and obviously is Mike, um, he was <laughs> with us with the Ant-Man and the Wasp review, um, which was a lot of fun. So we've been trying to get another episode going. But as I said, we've been a little bit sick under the weather, having weird bodily issues, at least I have. <laughs> It's I got the been, weirdest one of all. It's been, mm, I don't know, man. I mean, a baby, which, by the way, congratulations. Oh, thank you. We're very excited. What? Um, <laughs> but I would call that—I would call that a bodily issue. I mean, not really for me. No, I was going to say not but... for you. <laughs> I guess you have more of like a psychological issue. <laughs> yep. Got to got to reevaluate when you find that thing out. I'm like, okay, I'm going to be the father of a child. Do I really want to be known as a person who is sometimes on a podcast? And you know yes. what? I do. I want to yes. be known as a person who's sometimes on podcast with so. a baby. Sooner yeah. or later, Jess is going to be on the show. And there's just going to be a crying baby in the background. It's going to be awesome. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, but yeah, congrats. Do you guys know the the sex yet? Yeah, we um, there's a really early blood test that they can do that checks for like all of the worst possible diseases and oh. also somehow tells you the sex of the baby. Okay. So we did find out we are going to be having a little girl, and we're very excited. I mean, obviously you you hope for a boy when you're a guy, but sure. I'm I'm just wanting a healthy one. So as long as that's the case and it seems yeah. like it is, then we're all happy. Um, quick thank you to Steve and Brittany Robinson. They threw us a gender reveal party. Aww. So they actually knew before we knew and they made us a cake <laughs> and it was, it was pretty cool. That's cool. Yeah. So they found, they, did they get the results before you did? Like, did you tell the doctors to tell them first or something? So what they do is they ask you, they'll say, okay. we're going to send you results. Do you want to know the gender? And then at that point you can say either yes or no, but please send the gender results to person X gotcha. so that they can do a thing. Yeah. Okay. So. That's super cool. Yeah, it was great. It was um, really fun. And they have a little girl who's just turned a year old, so 
got built-in friends and everything so yeah it's nervous and it's making me nervous and i'm excited and it's all of those things you know all the cliches are true so oh, yeah i'm sure you're reading the baby books and shit too yep reading the baby book mm. picking out names trying to decide which toys are mine and which toys that you know the baby can play with and dude you things do like that you do realize spoiler, that nothing yeah. is yours anymore <laughs> with spoiler alert the baby will play with none of my toys they will be up very high <laughs> in the attic in a box <laughs> yes where nobody can see them and i just have to have faith that they're there it's but okay i'm okay with that it's okay one day uh, we'll, we'll have a studio a tma studio and we can just have all of our collectibles right. in that studio and people can come see it, and they'll do shows. Yep. It'll be great. Yep. Yep. Um, <laughs> on that note, the toy note, not the baby note, I am receiving in the mail very shortly the original Power Rangers Megazord Funko Pop vinyl, which will complete my Zord collection. I am so excited. <laughs> I already have Dragon Zord and the Dino Ultra Zord, so I am awesome. And I'm going to have a baby, and she's going to think I'm awesome because <laughs> I will explain to her that I am. <laughs> oh, typical Jesse. That sounds... So you. Yep. Oh, my God. Um, I'm the villain you all deserve. Yep. Yep. <laughs> yep. Not the one we need right now. Right. <laughs> Not the one. Never. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Um, so then, yeah, and Mike, you had some issues this week, too. What what happened there? Because we were going to record on, I think, Sunday, was it? Saturday or, night, maybe I Sunday. Somewhere around there, yeah. I just woke up and... Boy, my throat hurt. Yeah. And I, you know, it was a late night the night before. I thought maybe I just had one too many cigarettes, no sweats, go out, get some lunch, walk it off. Yeah. I was on my way over here to see you. And, uh, yeah, I mean, it just took a really bad turn. <laughs> Went right back home, uh, got a bunch of stuff to make me feel comfortable. And, uh, you know, I was planning on seeing the doctor the next day. But when I woke up the next morning, my throat was almost completely closed up. Oh, shit. Uh, so I just went into the emergency room and got treatment right away, and I didn't even mess around. They spent about 24 hours pumping uh, oh my God. Uh, antibiotics into <laughs> me and steroids and all this crazy shit, uh, stuffing um, you mm. know, cameras up my nose and down mm. my throat so they could check everything out. It was a lot of fun. Oof, I'm getting woozy just like hearing that shit. Yeah, that's rough. <laughs> but I, I mean, I feel like... A th- thousand percent better you know but yeah. they there's like you know you're gonna sound a little different for a few days yeah. i was just gonna say um, it sounds funny because if you listen to the ant-man episode you sound completely different yeah so, <laughs> this isn't mike yeah. they're lying to me yeah i know what he it, sounds like it's yeah. it's just really uh it's that part of the, the you know the throat that pretty much uh works what's going into which pipe you know whether oh. you're eating or breathing and that area got extremely swollen and was just like closing oh, up wow um, brutal what and what was it called you sent it to me uh, earlier yeah i can't even remember the word it does well it's like, it's a made-up word well, <laughs> <laughs> they know you'll never remember it so they say whatever they want on the spot it's always different for every patient yeah, exactly. <laughs> see what they get away with but, you know good to go just gonna take some time off for a little bit and relax and get some resting yeah you know, back, get back to my normal life here soon hopefully sounding like me again here soon right and it was it was like a thing for like a strep or something just like a really S- something insane. like that yeah it's ultra just, uh, strep oh, oh yeah. god ultra mega strep Shh. Yeah. he's legend <laughs> man that's, that's copyright brutal Aquatine. yeah i just uh <laughs> but i don't know i i got really good care they took care of me I, it was 
you know, I've had strep before, mm-hmm. and it was a miserable experience for like a whole week. Right. Um, before I felt as good as I feel now, you know. So this I, is I, like a couple days later, and you're already like, I'm, like, I'm good. You know, they're like, yeah, go out there, just well, I mean, take a couple of days off at work. Yeah, <laughs> they're pumping you with all this shit though. That's like, <laughs> that makes yeah. Glad to see you on your feet and talking into a mic. Well, glad I'm. You know, thanks for having me. me. Yeah, man, for sure. Anytime. We also have uh, Mike's brother Neil over here in the corner, just kind of listening in. He was curious as to how podcasting works. So, what up, corner Neil? It's it pretty is. much this easy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So, God, and then hearing your like strep throat hospital adventure just makes my shit sound, you know, nothing. It just sounds. <laughs> it I have wish disease. Well, <laughs> I mean, okay, so. I, I would say two weeks ago, I got an ingrown hair in my armpit, mm-hmm. which was a very painful fucking thing. And it like swelled up and like did the pus thing and like popped and did the whole thing. But it just, it went away. Like, you know, it was, it was fine. So you thought. No. So, so as that's going on, I got a really bad cold last week. I'm still kind of fighting mm-hmm. it off. It was like a, I didn't get throw up sick, but I got like the real bad fever and the shakes and like the... I don't know, just the, the flu symptom kind of thing. Um, and then as that was going on, I started getting another, like, it, I felt like it was an ingrown hair in my hip. And I was like, oh, that's weird. Meh, whatever, I'm just getting older. I'm fucking 30. Meh. <laughs> and uh, a couple days pass, and it's just getting bigger and bigger and bigger. And it gets bigger and bigger and bigger. And then it starts, like, swelling up, <laughs> like, really bad. And so I'm like, well, maybe, oh, this is, maybe this is a spider bite or something, you know? And eventually, Kylie was just like, you need to go to the doctor now. <laughs> and so I went yesterday, like, and it was it was already, not to get too graphic, but it was already draining before I went to the doctor. So it was, it was feeling better. I couldn't walk on it for a couple of days because mm. the pain was so bad. And so, like, after it started, you know, doing its thing, it felt better. But it just looked bad. <laughs> you know what I mean? And so, well, it was bad. It was bad. Yeah, I, I went to the doctor and basically found out that I had an abscess in my hip for Ugh. whatever fucking reason. I don't, I don't know. But it, just good luck, or uh, yeah, I guess. I, I don't know. I, wow. I really only thought that like people that did hard drugs got abscess in their legs and like feet and stuff. You know what I mean? But apparently, I, yeah, I don't even know how those work. That sounds terrible. And apparently, the doctors don't either. I asked them, and I was like, "How does this happen?" You know, if, can I, am I going to get this <laughs> again? And they're like, doctors don't really know how it happens. Some people get them. Some people don't. You might have another one. You might not. Oh, so you might be a guy that has those now. Yeah. Oh, God. I'm Ugh. so worried about it. <laughs> oh, no. Because then, because now I know what it is. And so when it starts happening, now I have to go to the doctor and have them fucking cut it and, and do the whole Ugh. drainage thing. And it's. It's not going to be a good time. So I'm really hoping this is a one-off thing. I'll just start eating better and maybe exercising a little more or something. <laughs> a little at all. Don't, don't people like watching that kind of thing on, like, internet videos? They have, like, it's... Yeah. People like watching oh, yeah. really disgusting, like, that yeah. kind of stuff being this, removed this and lady drained. This work that I've been work that I work with, she just kept... Every time I'd give her an update on this whole thing, she was super interested about it for whatever reason. Oh, she's Gross. into it, yeah. Yeah, and she's like, you need to go watch Dr. Pimple Popper. You need to go watch this. I'm, nah, like, I'm like, that just sounds bad. I'm not... I don't think he's a real doctor, first <laughs> yeah. of all. It's a it's a woman, I guess, and she has her own show now Bill. on some network, and she just literally pops pimples. 
<laughs> and I'm like, I don't, <laughs> I don't want to see that shit. <laughs> That's disgusting. It's happening no, to I me get, right and now. I understand. <laughs> there's like a satisfaction when you pop your own pimple because it's like, okay, problem solved, pressure relieved. I took yeah. care of it. But I can't like when you do it for somebody else, it's just like a like a war zone, right? Like <laughs> I'm just trying to stand back. I'm trying not to contract anything. Exactly. I don't care who it is. Whatever it is is evil. And no, I just it, it, yeah, I I can't deal with it. There's a there's a subreddit dedicated to pictures and videos of popping things in oh, general God. Like, and i'm sure those ugh. are just the worst of the worst like they're huge and they just explode everywhere and i guess this lady yeah. this dr pimple popper is doing like not only pimples but like cysts and like oh. other weird bodily things mm. and i'm see and the key there is that you, you don't really <laughs> fully appreciate it through video because it's not actually gross looking it's the smell that oh kills yeah people. oh oh yeah for sure. And that's and like just saying the word smell kind of makes me want to die. Like, <laughs> yeah, man. Did do you remember Jesse back? Uh, it was a long time ago. I had an abscessed tooth. You remember that shit? I my, mean, my mouth is all swollen open. Swollen oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I actually have a picture of us driving around like the day before that. <laughs> oh, good. So basically, what was on my hip? The doctor said it was a golf ball size abscess. That was in my mouth. Oh, so maybe you are just an abscess guy. Well, the I mean, mouth, the mouth thing was different because first... I just didn't, I didn't take care of my my teeth. So oh, okay. So it like cracked and got all infected and shit. So that was my own fault there. This one is, I didn't, I don't know how that happened, but yeah, basically that abscess in my mouth, uh, it ruined beef stroganoff for me forever. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. It's not stroganoff, oh man. <laughs> Because I swear to God, whatever the fuck is in an abscess tastes like rotten beef stroganoff. Oh, oh dear. No. You're welcome. No. <laughs> don't ruin beef stroganoff for other people, man. You're welcome. You live through that. We don't have to. Come on. Yeah. Yeah. Well, at least you all know now not to. Not I'm to so glad that we decided to podcast again. Let me just throw that out there. <laughs> we're, we're off to a great start. <laughs> It has it has been a while, I guess. I've been doing some like Star Wars podcasts here and there, but I, our schedules have just been so off. Yeah. Recently, like just with my new job, I've been working a lot more mornings and stuff, and so it's harder to get on the same page with a lot of other people. Because I go to bed early now. Today I'm yeah. up late. We're recording late. Happy Halloween, everyone! By the way, this is going to be a little Halloween episode, I think. That's why it's so gross. <laughs> yeah. There you go. Um. But we're up a little later because I'm I don't work till later, so I'm like I need to stay awake so I can sleep in a little bit, so I'm not up at five in the morning just waiting to go to work, you know. Um, so yeah, it's it's great to be doing this again for sure. I'm excited, and hopefully, we can get more on track and do this every week again like we were. Yeah, please send all your gross popping pictures to <laughs> at Twist My Arm Podcast on Twitter. Josh would just love to see that. Yeah, no, I. Yeah, go for it. Got we'll, lots we'll... of material about <laughs> the body falling apart, man. Seriously. <laughs> oh God, that's people want. That's guys... what people want to hear about. Is do you remember some guys their... Oh God. <laughs> I'm, I think uh, yeah, it was shown to me a couple of times, and now mm. just no, I'm not, I won't go there. No, it was bad. I think yeah, rotten, rotten.com. That's, that's like, a line for me. Yeah, that was those like, that was the days of the internet where there was no filter. Yeah, <laughs> none. If you don't I think remember, the internet only got worse from there. It's just that the access 
of the terrible stuff sort of changed. Yeah, it's so, a little bit harder to get into it, and like, which is good. Oh, for sure. I mean, I was like <laughs> twelve years old going to Rotten.com watching people get like decapitated by trains and shit, like. And then I became a podcaster. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, that's that's what we've been up to, I guess. Working, getting sick, having babies, getting. Uh, no, 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 just access. one. Well, okay, yeah, just one. Sorry. Yeah. Having baby. <laughs> Singular. There's no need to add stress to me, even if it's hypothetical. <laughs> <laughs> is it is it is it possible that you could have twins at some point? No. They can uh, just mutate. We, we asked that real, like as early as possible. Like, hey, can you just make sure there's just the one in there? <laughs> <laughs> like, yep, trust it, me, definitely just one. That's an important oh, confirmation. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that's good. I mean, that's. Uh, arguably twice as scary. <laughs> it, just, oh, it was like, dude. yeah, it, that's one of the things that when they said it, I was like, oh right, that's that's a huge relief. <laughs> yeah, I couldn't even imagine. Um, yeah, so we got. I mean, basically, the show is just going to be full of quick twists, and uh, I figured we could, since it's a Halloween episode, we could maybe talk about some scary shit. Um, not to interject, I saw the new Halloween movie. See, oh. that's a good one to talk about. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Michael, I think Mike is going to be talking about Venom. So. Oh, nice. I haven't seen that. I'm excited. And then I got Daredevil season three that I'll be talking about. Nice. So that's. I mean, God, we got a lot. We got a lot of shit to cover. So, um, we'll uh, get right into it by playing this bumper here. Quick twist. Quick twist. Quick twist is a nitpick shit fit of a topic we can cover quick. One topic per host, be it praise or roast. Send any topic suggestions to our Facebook page. And now, for this week's quick twist. That's right, it's time for the quick twist. <laughs> um, this is that part of the show where we talk about things that we've been watching or playing or eating at or whatever new things that we've been doing and either twisting your arm into checking it out or telling you to flush it down the toilet <laughs> so let's start with let's start with jesse what's what's your what's is it? flushing the toilet the opposite of twisting someone's arm anyways um <laughs> i don't know man I'm, <laughs> yeah I, i'm a little so like i said i've been i'm up a little late like I'm, i've been going to bed at like eight o'clock lately so i'm up yeah. a little bit later and i'm a little like no i think you're doing you know, well you're you, know. you can barely even tell that you're sick there's a lot of caveats here anyways um so bless my girlfriend's heart she has been nothing but gracious uh with the amount of free time that i have now that we know we're going to be having a baby um she's kind of given me that get in your video gaming now because there's going to be a (laughs) steep drop off at some point you know over motherfucker yeah so i'm (laughs) i'm taking full advantage of that and she like i said i cannot thank her enough she's been just wonderful about it like do you want to play with your friends is there any friends you want to call and see if they want to play like she's she's awesome it's it's amazing she knows um (laughs) yeah and she knows and i I do have a problem and that problem is called destiny and i admit it and i'll never get over it so obviously um, we're gonna get you off this one day (laughs) yeah it'll be uh part of my quick twist is going to be for the halloween event that is happening in destiny um, anybody who used to play Destiny will know we used to call this the Festival of the Cost because it was all about getting you to spend actual money on in-game cosmetics, which, oh. again, I don't actually have a problem for from a principal standpoint because it doesn't change how the game works. It's just, you know, how things look. So if you want to spend your money there, go ahead. I think there's nothing wrong with that. 
it didn't offer any, you know, buy this gun and you win the game, you know, so I think it's okay as long as we don't do that. <laughs> That's good. Um, this year, it's a little different. There are still some premium items that you can buy with actual money, but everything else is, like, what, free to what everybody. Kind of, what kind of premium items can you buy now? So the big deal is that you can get masks of different characters, so you can pretend to be Lord Shax from The Crucible, or you can pretend to be Prince Alder in The Queen's Brother, or you can pretend to be Gaul, the boss from the first campaign. But does and that they're like these little gameplay at all? Does that? Yeah, so the masks will change your power level, and they have, like, very niche perks. Also, this year, they added in a new zone called the Haunted Forest. And in the Haunted Forest, the the masks have perks that help you out in there. When you go in there, there's like, you know, it's all dark and you got to fight enemies and you get to a boss wave. Every once in a while, an invincible guy will spawn behind you carrying a giant axe and like chase you very slowly across the map. And if you get too close, he'll kill you in one shot. And it's, you know, very horror movie getting chased by a slasher type thing. So is it a wave? Um, is it a wave game? Like a wave yep, mode? It's, uh, well, it's a, it's, a, it's a wave mode combined with a timer. So you have 15 minutes to clear as many waves as you can. Okay. At the end of every wave, there's a boss. Uh, my record right now is eight. Uh, there's an achievement for getting to the seventh one. I think nice. the furthest anyone has got is like 13 or 14, but they're like the best players in the world, so that's not me. <laughs> um, not yet. But what's really cool about it is that all of this stuff is available to anyone who is playing any version of Destiny 2. You don't have to buy the DLCs. You don't have to buy anything. It's just there. The Halloween event is available to everyone, which I think is really cool. That is cool. Because it's, you know, specifically antithetical to how it used to be, where it was like, well, well, if you didn't buy the new DLC, you can't see Halloween. (laughs) So it's a little more consumer-friendly now, and I think that's a really cool thing. And it's an interesting trend because it's not what Bungie is known for. So I'm hoping that it continues down the road like that, where they offer chunks of free content and, you know, let the people that want to pay for DLC pay for DLC but not force people that don't to do it. So I'm sure it has something cool. to do with like competition. I'm sure because of a lot of the new games that have been coming out, they're releasing some new stuff. I just got a notification today that Battlefront 2 released General Grievous. Yes. As a right. as a playable character and I'm like what? It's 2 years later you're still <laughs> releasing shit. Get a new game, you morons. Yeah, stop it. But um, it's I mean But they're doing the it because they're it... trying to get people back into it, you know. Right. So you put out something free and somebody's like, oh, I really like that. And for example, the Halloween event is a limited time thing. So at the end of three weeks, you're like, I really enjoyed that. Maybe I should just get the full version of the game. You know, it's a good way to get people into that. And Destiny 2 was also recently free for PlayStation Plus. So that's part of it. They're trying to bring people back. And their latest DLC has really fixed a lot of issues that people had with the game. So if you took a break, I would recommend giving it another shot. Mm. I really am enjoying myself, but also I would enjoy myself even if it was bad. So just keep I, that in mind. I would say give it a <laughs> shot unless you got Red Dead Redemption 2. <laughs> which, which is... I mean, let's be real, is Cowboy GTA, which is fine, but mm. I, I just I don't really care to play a yeah. cowboy game. You know, I'm not... It, it doesn't strike me. I just I really liked the first game, um, yeah. but I, I I just don't care. I don't know. Dude. Maybe that's just me. Is that are you? Uh, was that it for your first quick twist? Because that that would have been the best segue into my quick twist. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, I have another piece because I also saw the Halloween movie, but I can save oh, that yeah, if let's, you like. Let's save that for the next go around. Cool. Um, like I said, Red Dead Redemption Two. I would get back into Destiny if I didn't buy this game. It's incredible, man. I, and like you said, you liked the first one. I th- really think you would love this one. You know, it's it keeps you 
the story just keeps you so immersed into not only what the narrative is, but like the world around it. So like if you're going from like mission to mission, it's it's a little more than just a normal GTA cowboy kind of game. You know what I mean? It's it's a Red Dead Redemption game. And I feel like well, the I, first I, one was the exact same way. Not not the exact because there's a lot of differences, but like in that aspect where it's just such an open environment, you're not confined. I always feel confined by all the buildings and stuff in GTA and just like all the roads. Yeah. I feel like I have to stay on a road, whereas this one I don't I don't have to stay on the road. I can just I can go off on the beaten path and hunt me well, a cougar. <laughs> well, and I believe you. Like I, I believe you that it's enjoyable and that you're enjoying it. I just, it's one of those things. Like, I think for me, you know how when, uh, what was it? Night, uh, not night of live. Twenty eight days later came out. Everybody was like, "Oh, it's a crazy new zombie movie." But then there was like one thousand zombie movies right after that. Ugh, yeah. And zombies in video games and Nazi zombies from Call yeah, of Duty. And Red and, Dead and had Walking the zombies. Dead became a TV show and Red Dead added zombies. Yeah. So it was like, okay, and I'm done with zombies. I no longer care. <laughs> I'm never going to play zombies again, and I'm fine with that. That wasn't true. I ended up playing a little bit of Killing Floor, and that was really fun. It was very cool, noncommittal. Though. It was like, fun. Like, play 20 minutes, it's good. Yeah, I like that game. Um, but um, it's. I think the same thing happened to me with Westerns that happened with zombies because Django Unchained came out, oh. and then Million Ways to Die came out, and then Westworld came out, and, like, all this stuff. I mean, you know, a lot of Hateful Eight came out. Like, there's a lot of cowboy movies and stuff recently, and that's you know, getting back to that like there's cowboy been, stuff. And I just been, I'm, there's been some remakes care. too. You had the Magnificent Seven that got remade. I love that yeah. that remake. It's a great remake. It's pretty decent, yeah. Um, and yeah, you, you're right. Kinda, there's, there's, the cowboy thing has been a little more low key than the zombie thing, but it's definitely been there. And I think that I'm just oversensitive to I that. Think, like, I think you're absolutely is not right. It's not good. And I I almost guarantee that this is gonna throw that low key into a higher gear um just this game or it will be the end of it it it, it's gonna go either way i mean there's there's no there's not going to be any middle ground on this i I don't i bet westworld has even more viewers next year (laughs) oh yeah for sure and then they'll they'll probably remake some western here soon i'm sure like wyatt earp will get remade soon or like the original still has a huge following. Oh, it's still amongst my f- favorite games ever yeah, made. I still have it on um, my PS3. Like, and and <laughs> this is a title that people have been asking for for a very, very, very long time. It's been eight years. Yeah. Um, but that's how Rockstar does their shit. Yeah, they they're take, like, we'll give you an amazing right. game, and then you're going to sit there and wait for a decade for our next one. Yeah, they're not going to release a $60 game. You're like, you'll get the rest of this game in two years. Yeah, right. I think... Another thing that really is awesome about this is I've been a lot lately. There's a lot of games that come out that are so quick, you know. Like you got um, yeah. even Spider-Man is only forty hours. Spider-Man was quick. The most shooter games are pretty quick. Destiny was pretty quick. I I did like Destiny 2's story and stuff, but I feel like I just wanted a little bit more of it. Yeah, it was pretty quick. And it's just that that's kind of the trend of games. I feel like with so I mean, even Super Mario Odyssey was pretty short. Yes, Breath of the Wild. I played for 120 hours. I could have beat it in way less than that. Right. There weren't 120 hours of story in it. No, but but I you know I got my gameplay out of it. But aside from that particular game, which was obviously game of the year and whatever, um, everything else is pretty quick. It just goes by so fast. And Red Dead is apparently supposed to be 60 plus hours of gameplay. And that just that just gives me a chub right there. 
because like yeah. that means that I've I've spent my money and it's it's going to be worth it because I'm going to be playing this for a long time. Um, well, and it definitely depends on what kind of gamer you are because if you want to grind something, mm-hmm. you know, it's there and they put it in there, but that's going to extend your playtime a lot. For sure. And and I could totally just blow through the story if I wanted to, but again, it's yeah. so much more fun to go out and explore and like I was killing alligators and fucking bears and like getting all the skins <laughs> and making a ton of Bring money so I can buy the awesome guns and like you know, it's there's so much cool shit you can do. I was playing poker and like dominoes and stuff, just random stops. I'm like, Oh what's what's this? What's this guy doing over here? What's uh, what's this? Oh what's this? Do they this have playing? the uh the stab your knife between your oh, fingers yeah. game. Oh yeah. Okay. Sure. Good. <laughs> that's a good. That's all one. that matters. Yep. I changed my mind. I'd like to play now. <laughs> Just that though. Just that. Over and over and over. And yeah, Can I paint my horse? <laughs> <laughs> um, I just I love it too. It's a, it's a different kind of story than the first one was. The first one you were like a lone gunman outlaw, you know, kind of. And it was it was at the very very end of outlaws, and so you're hunting down the rest of them. Uh, spoiler alert, I guess. And then in this one, you're, it's it's a prequel to the first one. So you're still in your gang. You know, you have this gang. You have this community that, like, you support and stuff. And it's just a totally different um, style of gameplay compared to the first one. Where, like, there's a little bit more community aspect where you're where you have to build certain things to get certain items and stuff, you know, at your camp or whatever. Um, and whereas in the first one, you didn't really have to do that. You just kind of fucking roamed the West and killed whatever you wanted, which was fun. This, and this one, you can still do that. Um, there's just a, there's a lot more that you can do while, while you're roaming the West, you know, killing people. I, <laughs> um, Chip, one of our, one of our other guests one time, he, uh, he was on, I think the Avengers episode or something, but, um, he got the game as well and we've been kind of chatting back and forth and just the, the difference of gameplay between the two of us is, is fucking amazing. Um, for instance, he, I, we, I was talking about how the map isn't completely unlocked and I'm like, I just want the whole map unlocked, you know? And, and he's like, we'll just get on the train and you can, you know, you can just hop on a train and take that around the whole map and it'll unlock it. And I was like, Oh yeah. I mean, I did that. This game has trains? No, well, I was I was like, I did that. I, I hopped on a train, but, like, I robbed it and blew it up. <laughs> <laughs> so, so it didn't go anywhere. Like. Yeah. So we had a, a little bit of a, of a difference of, of outlook on that. You know what I mean? But and that that's just kind of what I love about this style of game is that there's so many God, different routes. You're such routes a stereotypical outlaw. <laughs> yeah, man. Next thing, next thing you know, I'm going to be tying up damsels and throwing them on the tracks. <laughs> yeah, and pushing open the double door slats of saloons and going, where is he? <laughs> oh, plenty of those scenes for sure. I love it. I love the... All so the would you say scenes. the immersion is higher? Like it feels yes. more of like a complete world? Oh, for sure. Hands down. Um, That's cool. You feel a little bit more... There, it's There's a little bit more um, like uh, life... What's the word? Um, life simulator with it. You know, like you have, oh, okay. you have your, your stamina bar and like you have your, not only do you have your health bar, but you have your health core and your health core determines how quick you, um, regenerate your health. 
And so okay. if, if your core goes down, you have to eat a certain thing or like sleep or something like that. So I'm surprised it's not a little more manly than that. Like if your if your stubble gets too short, then you lose health or something. Like well, that's weird. It's funny you say that because you do start off the game with a big beard <laughs> and you can go shave it right away. And I did that and I shaved it and I almost have to shave again now. <laughs> He's almost got a full beard. So you're right, dude. I gotta get this game. <laughs> I have no idea what shaving is actually like. So I just need to. I want to check that out. No, it's, it is. It's definitely like a. It's a world away from the world. You know, if you want to go get lost right. in some other universe, it's. It's definitely worth it. I think. And if you like the first Red Dead, you will absolutely love this one. I. I mean, I. I don't think I have to say much more other than just go buy this fucking game. Like it's. It's great. Um, and if you're looking for one other game with lots of story and a long narrative and things like that, may I recommend Nier Automata yet again? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I still need to get that game as well. It's um, so good. But, yeah, let's not go on a tangent about yeah, that. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Michael, what was uh, – let's, let's, let's get to your quick twist. What's, what's your first one for the day? I, I think we were going to – talk venom a little bit yeah i mean i'd be happy to talk about that movie because uh venom might be my favorite marvel villain period sure i mean i mean growing up like comic book like cartoon yeah just all of it i mean i remember the 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 spider-man animated series and of course that like six part episode with the oh oh yeah and and then the books growing up possibly my favorite comic book character of all time might be spider-man i'm that much of a fan um, just like everybody, I was very <laughs> pissed with Spider-Man three and Topher Grace being Venom in that movie. So, I really was kind of just when I heard rumors of this and who was being cast, I was just looking to the stars like, oh please, oh please, just, <laughs> please just give don't me fuck me the Venom movie I've always wanted, yeah. Justin Long, <laughs> <laughs> and um. And no, still don't have it. You know, I it's um to be fair, it was it was a decent attempt. You know, I like Tom Hardy uh, in the cast, even, but unfortunately, I don't think it didn't do it for you. It, huh? it just didn't do it for me. Um, the chemistry between him and like Michelle Williams is non-existent. Oh it's really is this? Oh, I. I it's just um. It's just really things is I went and I saw it with my girlfriend. She enjoyed it a lot more than I did, but not because it's a good movie, uh, but because she saw how bad it actually was. Uh, I was miserable, but I, wait, she I, liked it because of how bad it was. Yeah, she was amused by how bad it was. She doesn't she doesn't feel the same way about the source material that I do. Oh, you know, like oh. yeah, I'm, I'm oh. like I probably take it more seriously than a lot of people who have seen it. It's had kind of pretty mixed crowd reactions, yeah. you know, yeah. since I've it's been that. at the cinema I work at and. uh uh, we we've kept it on through like, you know, around Halloween time. I'm glad they did because it's selling well. People are coming to see the movie, and I'll never tell anybody don't see a movie if they're interested in it. Right. If you're interested in seeing Venom, see it. Um, there are plenty of people who left that enjoyed it. I have way too many issues with the movie. I think really to get into, we could be talking about it for over <laughs> an hour. Uh, but my major ones though is definitely the characters are weak across the board, except maybe like the Tom Hardy and Venom. Like the Eddie Brock and Venom character dynamic between one another is actually uh-huh. pretty good. Okay, it kind of so like re- them battling each other back and forth, like yeah, to take control and stuff. It is... kind of reminds me of like Spider-Man Two 
with Doc Octopus, and you could see his oh, and the, his uh, you know tentacles, tentacles like talking to him, but you can't of, hear like, what they're like saying. Yeah. But in this setup, you you can hear what they're saying to one another. You know, like sure. you can hear what the symbiote is saying to Brock. Does does um, the voice get on your nerves? Because in the in the trailers, I feel like the voice would get on my nerves. <laughs> Maybe not so much. I mean, like there's you know there's some cheesy dialogue in this movie. Okay. Uh, the voice doesn't really bother me. Actually, I thought when Venom was on screen, for the most part, you know, a couple of scenes were actually pretty exciting. The action is jumbled, hard to make out. <laughs> I mean, a Transformers movie. <laughs> pretty much, it's, it, it reminded me precisely reminded me of a Transformers movie. You know, Venom. He's this big black character. He doesn't even have the white spider logo on him. Mm. And most of the time when he's out, he's out at night. Well, and you can barely see him. I wonder if they took the spider logo off because he didn't attach to Spider-Man first. Right. Yeah, it this... was an attempt to keep it independent just in case everybody loved it. And yeah, they could make it, like in this origin you know. story, he he had just immediately went to Eddie Brock, correct? Um, well, we, we can spoil has, here. Has, I'm, yeah. I'm not going to watch it till Redbox. It's, it's pretty <laughs> much just a journey. You know, Eddie Brock is this investigative reporter and... Um, you know, he's, he's, going that, in, right? he's going into this big, you know, evil corporation, and uh, he thinks this guy is dirty. It's just a hunch. He knows this guy is dirty. That's pretty much what the story is. And the, the, the villain, of course, who is obviously dirty, but is just also very non-convincing. Like I said, none of these characters are going to convince you. They're laughably They're... bad. Oh, wow. Um, did they uh, – what was uh, – the one thing that I want to know, did, did they introduce Carnage in any way? Yes. Um at the very end of the freaking movie <laughs> saying, Hey, we're going to do another one. Of course. Um, was it, was it kind of the same sort of like he, the meteor, like it's in the jail cell somehow and attaches to what was his name? Well, Cletus. Cletus <laughs> uh, Cassidy. Yeah, that's it. That's yeah. it. Um, no, like it's just, um, you know, after everything's happened, um, everything, people think everything's back to normal. Eddie Brock's an investigative reporter again. And, uh, he goes, you know, the you know the serial killer asks to speak with him before he's executed or something like that, and and of course it's this character that's been confirmed that's supposed to be in the movie. This actor, everybody's like, well, where is he? Where is he? Where is he? Oh, I guess this is it. Uh, it wasn't a surprise at all. And um, so then there was Woody, and uh, yeah, he had this whole carnage one-liner, and then that's the end of the, the end of the movie. What was his one-liner? I'm sorry. Spoilers, everyone. He said he said <laughs> he said something along the lines of, uh, "When I get out of here, there will be carnage." It's pretty much <laughs> oh that's it. The, the writing in this movie is terrible. Um, I guess I'll just have to go back to being Superman for the quest you know, for peace. Again, I'll <laughs> say I'm never going to tell anybody not to see a movie, but this is definitely a red boxer. I'm just going to say, <laughs> you don't have to see it in the theater. Um, uh, you know, especially with really the really great films that are out right now. Don't. No, don't mess around. Okay. Yeah, that's good to know. I mean, I at this point I wasn't planning on going and seeing it. Like it's just been too long. And, but I and think usually you... if it's been this long and I haven't gotten any sort of word that's like you need to see this movie, then it's I don't really care. <laughs> you know? Yeah. I, I mean, think you. I think you brought up to me that it actually had a better opening weekend than Ant Man and the Wasp. It did, which well, surprised me because I think Ant Man and the Wasp is substantially a better movie than this. I think that it's just because of the name, man, because it's Venom, because it's like people have been waiting for so long for a legitimate Venom story. And they're like, oh, man, let's 
Let's fucking go see this. I can't wait to see this. I don't know. Maybe that sucks, though. I'm kind of kind of upset to hear that from an actual Venom fan, though, to be yeah. like, yeah, it's definitely missable. Because, I mean, like, we waited forever. I mean, that character is just cool. It seems like it would be impossible to screw it up, but they've done it twice now. Like, Yeah. What? Yeah, I mean, at least, I guess it sounds at least like this one wasn't as bad as Spider-Man 3's Venom. Oh, no. Not even close. Not even close. I mean, <laughs> Josh, let's be real. Nothing is as bad as Spider-Man Three Venom. Oh, I don't know. there's a few things I could name off. That and there's plenty of other bad things in that movie, man. I can never get over uh, Goth Peter Parker. Or, or oh, did he go Goth or emo? emo? He went emo. You went emo. Oh my god. Or hiring like pretty talented actor Thomas Hayden Church to play a guy for like nine minutes, sort of. <laughs> yeah. God, that man. whole movie was a mess. I mean, I loved, really loved Spider-Man too. Well, uh, have you seen interviews of Sam Raimi talking about that movie? How he was just so rushed, and how the studio was like, "You have to put Venom in this." Like originally, oh, it was I'm sure. just going to be Sandman, but then they had to throw Venom in there for whatever reason. I think that's at least a two-movie story. I mean, oh, like just sure. setting things up for, for Venom sure. to exist. Yeah. You got to make two movies. Trev, Trev, seriously. For real? Oh, you... <laughs> Trev says hello, everybody. <sighs> you know, know who wouldn't be I'm doing sorry. this? A dog. Uh, I don't know, man. A dog might be barking. <laughs> By the way, it's Alan's birthday today. Halloween. Happy birthday to my kitty, Alan. He's two years old. <laughs> For anyone that's a cat person that cares. Um, I was trying to look up here who wrote Venom. Do you know who wrote it? Oh, uh, no. No. Director somebody is... who I hate. Uh, yeah, who, whoever he or she is, they're going on the list. Um, oh, so the guy that directed it, Ruben Felicher, was the guy that directed Zombieland. Bye, Felicia. <laughs> wow. Oh, that was a good one. I love it. Um, so, okay. Well, that's that's good to know. Definitely better. Uh, you know, you want to go out and see something good right now. Um, Halloween looks pretty, in, you know, interesting. I, if, oh, I, yeah. if I weren't feeling I really like so Halloween. wrong the other day, I would have gone and seen it. Yeah. There you go. And Jesse, I think your next quick twist was Halloween, right? This is perfect. This is yeah, I... Dude, our segues are on point tonight. <laughs> yeah, it's just natural. We were born to podcast. Maybe we should change the name to Born to Podcast. Anyway. Um, <laughs> I The thing that I... Okay, so... Spoiler alert, if you want to not have anything spoiled about Halloween, probably stop listening here. Sorry about that with the um, Venom thing. Surprise, nah, motherfucker. <laughs> it's been out for weeks. <laughs> yeah. We said spoiler alert earlier so we could pretend that that was for all future spoilers. Anyways. Yep. Um, this, I really enjoyed this movie. And I think the thing that I really loved about it is that it, it sort of took its time to one by one go through all the original sequels to Halloween and explain why they sucked or why they didn't matter. Like, okay. they they took the plots of the second and third and fourth movies and all that stuff and made, like, passing references to them. So Even one the of the one kids is the, like... I think the third one with the guy that made the masks with the chips in them. Right. Did they make and, a reference uh, to that? Yeah. This <laughs> one awesome. was a... Uh, this one was like a, the first one that I met, uh, noticed was the girl was like, isn't Michael Myers like her brother or something? And oh, the girl yeah. goes, no, that's something that people made up to make themselves feel better. And is what that... she means is like, it's easier to 
um, not worry about something if you think that there was like an obvious reason for it. Like, oh, they were sister and brother from a broken family. So right. that just, you know, that makes sense. And well, then that, that scene Zombie from the trailer. Didn't Rob Zombie yeah, make it? Like Rob Zombie made it and, it and it sucked because well, it took away the mystique of Michael. The mystique of Michael is that he just snapped and picked up a knife and is evil. Like, right. You don't need a reason beyond that. And the movie took its time to illustrate to the audience we don't need a reason. Like, he's just <laughs> Michael, and he's just evil. A goddamn just slasher. So, yeah. So, like, <laughs> that scene from the trailer that that I really liked, and I actually really liked the scene in the movie, too, there's these two characters that are, like, kind of derpy, but kind of professional, and they play podcasters, <laughs> and nice. they run, like, a true, crime pro- a true crime podcast that's meant to, you know, be referential of serial, obviously. And, um... <clears throat> of what? So Sorry, like, wait, it's referential of what? Uh, that podcast, Serial, I believe oh, it was called Serial, okay. okay. and it was about like a murder that somebody solved. Anyways, right? Okay, sorry. <laughs> um, so they, so they're like, you know, we do podcasts, and we just exonerated this guy from a, a crime because we found new evidence or something, and we're trying to figure out the Michael story and this, that, and the other thing. And so they somehow get a hold of the mask from like the police, and he takes it to Michael to see if Michael will react to it because he's like. I think it's the mask that makes him crazy, you know? Like, it's that's what makes him want to kill people. Sure. And so that's, like, a nice reference that's to the, yeah. the, the movie you were talking about. Yep. And then it turns out that Michael doesn't even turn to look at the mask. Like, he doesn't give a fuck. He's just sure. like, no, nah, dude. Like, I'm I'm Michael Myers. I don't need a mask. Like, yeah, yeah. so Is that w- the dude, you know, he's like, look at the mask, Michael. And Michael just never turns around, and it's pretty cool. So okay. it's like, that, that's, no, that's got to be that that's scene not what it is. from the trailer where they're walking yeah. up to him in the prison or whatever. And it's standing like, on yep. the checkerboard ground. Yeah. 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 That's so, such a creepy looking scene, dude. Just like, don't, so well, don't cross the line. Don't cross Very the line. well done. Yeah, and then when man. you get that Halloween score behind it, I mean, it was beautifully done. Anyways, <laughs> um, they go to, you know, there's that one. There's the mention of the brother. There's another mention later on where they're like, no, that was just some made up story or something like that. You know, okay. so they go to all these lengths to show you like, no, you, Michael doesn't need a reason. And if you're looking for a reason, you're doing it wrong. And so spoiler alert, the characters that are looking for a reason generally end up dead. And <laughs> I think that's their way of saying like, fuck Stop off looking. with, yeah, fuck <laughs> off with why does Michael kill? He kills because he's a killer. Yeah. Like that's, that's the plot. What do you mean? Was it, <laughs> like, was it pretty funny in the way that they did that? Like, was it kind of, comical in some ways no i would say it was i'd say it was definitely handled it was enough to where if you knew the story of halloween which i did because it's like my girl's favorite movie franchise ever like she (laughs) well she loves the first halloween because it was a great you know achievement i mean there were a couple i think h2o was actually okay uh, well there were there were good things about the sequels but most of them were garbage yes i i I understand (laughs) so i like h2o i don't care well the title alone knows noise me yeah. Like, what does it mean? Yeah. Oh, 20 years later. Okay. <laughs> this one should have been H four O. Right. So they well, so they handled in it in that way. Like, um like no, all that stuff never happened. He's been in the mental institution for the whole years. time, yeah. Yeah. Like so, so okay, so do they explain because in the first one he when they look out the the balcony, he's gone. Do they explain right. how they catch him? Do they just catch him at some point in time and throw him in there? Um, I believe the one of the first responding officers and the doctor, um, Loomis, yeah, I believe yeah. they tracked him down later on and they took him back to the mental institute. Okay, cool. Um, so 
they but they handled it in a way that like if you know that whole story then you get what they're doing they're you're, sure. they're going none of that stuff matters and everybody sucks why did they make sucky sequels <laughs> but if you don't know all that you're just like oh wow this guy doesn't need a reason he just kills people sure. like you get the message either way but it has a little more weight if you know you know what you're watching and things like that um they did a great job at because it's it's one of those movies where you kind of you, you know what's going to happen, you know, like, oh, yeah. <laughs> it's like when you go to see Titanic, nobody's like, maybe it won't sink, you know, like, right. it, it, you, you know, what's going to happen. Like, so they did <laughs> a good job of sink. making you, <laughs> they I'm did sorry. a good job of making you wait for all the payoffs and like sort of throwing you off the trail and things like that. Hmm. They did a really good job with it. And I think if you were to view it just as a sequel to the original, it's, it's excellent and it's excellent in its own right because they they really get that sense of foreboding from Michael. There is a little bit of that camera shake that um, Michael was talking about with Venom, where it's like, this is intense, and now the screen is shaking, you know? <laughs> but it's not pervasive, and it's not everywhere, so it's I'm not, I don't have a big deal with okay. it. Um, but the guy that is playing Michael is spot on. I mean, that slow, determined movement where he's not, not you know guy? in a rush. Um, there was actually like three or four different people who played him. Um, okay. One of them was the original guy who plays him for a second when um, Jamie Lee Curtis's character is walking down the street and she looks into a window and she thinks she sees him. Okay. It's actually played by the guy who originally played him. So that's really cool. It's oh, cool. A little throwback kind of. He gets to step yeah. his old ass and then, into the role again. Obviously, there's a new guy playing Michael now because it actually has been 40 years and it's they like, needed a guy who it, was old but huge. Like, it's like Chewbacca, basically. <laughs> Right, same, exactly. Same thing they did with that. They gave the homage. They, you know, had to yeah. be part of it. Yeah. But I mean, it was it was excellent, and like all of the payoffs come at the right parts of the movie to keep you going because it's easy for slasher movies to sort of sag in the middle and lull right before the end, you know, and things right. like that. But Some this that. one did a really good job with the pacing. It did a great job of making me go like, I just want to see the next thing. Next thing is this, and I can't wait until it's yes, that thing finally happened. Like <laughs> it, it, they did a really good job with it. Sure. I really enjoyed it. Um, my girl was in California this week, so she saw it, and then I saw it here because I I couldn't see it before her. Did you, you know, go by yourself? Loud, so. Um, no, I went with a buddy from work, so oh, okay. it was, it was pretty good time. I, I really enjoyed it. I think it was one of those things, like, like I said, it, you, you go into the theater knowing what you're going to get and it's still delivered. And, and I think I was hoping for that for Venom, but I distinctly remember saying a couple months ago, like, dude, I, I think this movie's going to suck. <laughs> like, <laughs> I hope it doesn't, but I think it's going to, yeah. and I'm glad that that didn't happen with Halloween because yeah. My girl personally would have been devastated, and nice. I would have been like, "Really? How hard is a slasher movie to get right?" But I think they did a good job. I think Rob Zombie did a bad job, and I think you should go see the new Halloween. I think it's funny because the guys that did the new Halloween, uh, David Gordon Green, who was a co-writer, screenplay writer, and he was also the director. He's done such films as Pineapple Express, Your Highness. Mm -hmm. He oh, did, look he, at the, he did look at the producer down. credit. I know, that's what I was look saying. Look at the producer credit. No, the other, I was just going to get there. The other screenwriter was Danny McBride. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Who is also a frequent He's... partner of this guy. They, they've written on Eastbound and Down, um, like I was saying, Pineapple Express. And so they joined up to do this Halloween franchise. It's like Jordan Peele going from Key and Peele and doing this amazing Get Out movie. You know, a nice thriller that was, you know, a really good movie. It's kind of the same concept. You got these comedy dudes that normally do comedies that come and just basically revamp this slasher franchise and make it really good. 
yeah and the whole time so i see that credit and i kind of looked at my my buddy like uh that danny mcbride like Isn't that crazy <laughs> and so then like the whole movie i'm like sitting there waiting for the danny mcbride reference right uh -huh. or the cameo like was it going to be somebody who gets killed? Is he going to be the gas station? Like, what's going on? He's not in it. And I nope. was like, fucking power to you, dude. That's awesome. You just yeah. had an idea and you went with it. That was really cool. Um, also, nerd tangent, uh, the main <laughs> actor from Get Out was also in the Netflix live-action adaptation of Death Note, which was absolute garbage, <laughs> but he was a very good version of the L character. He was the only shining point in that movie, and if you happen to watch it, I'd say just pay attention to L. What's really cool is that guy's name is Lakeith, and that actually starts with an L. Anyways, nerd tangent over. <laughs> That's awesome. I did see that movie. I have no idea what the characters' names were, though, so I don't. I couldn't. I couldn't it was bad. If you if you like yeah. Death Note, don't don't watch it. It was, I, and I'd never seen Death Note, and I watched it. You should watch Death Note, bad. but you should not watch the movie. Yeah, I did though. I need to go back and watch the actual anime because I, I think you would actually really like the anime because yeah. it's well thought out and paced, and the movie was garbage. I think we talked about that on our Twist My Anime episode. We probably did, and how it's like impossible to make a good live action adaptation of. Yep, one. yep. You guys can uh, case in point and... Dragon Ball Evolution. <laughs> <laughs> you guys can all go back and listen to that episode and enjoy that. I mean, really, you should go back and listen to all the episodes in order. There but, you go. Yeah, you know, all like you don't have to. I think we're at. 60 or something like that we're pretty close to getting to hitting our 100th episode so i think it's over 60 it's, i know there's a lot yeah i haven't <laughs> um so it seems like i'm just gonna keep this trend of disappointment going here because not only did i buy red dead redemption 2 but i bought black ops 4 and now don't get me wrong <laughs> i wasn't disappointed in the game i like it i just suck at it <laughs> <laughs> Like it's, it's fun. Like I have a good time, but well, you know, Josh, Call of Duty is a young man's game, and once you hit thirty, your reflexes start going. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, I guess I guess that's what goes on. Like, I need to just start drinking a ton of caffeine, or like, I don't know, getting some getting some energy pills or something, and like playing that game because I just I don't know. I even I even found myself. I was so high the other day playing Black Ops. See, I can play Red Dead too, high as fuck all day long, which is great because I love smoking pot and playing video games when I'm high. So like that's a good time. But on Call of Duty, I found myself slowing down the movement. <laughs> like <laughs> I was my sensitivity is already at one. It doesn't go lower. <laughs> I I had it I had it up at five when I first got it because that's normally where I play it at. And then just I, this one day I ate some edibles. And I was like, everything is just so fast. Why is this game so, so angry? So, yeah. So I turned it down to, to two. And, like, <laughs> it, it worked for a minute. I was doing okay. But, like, I don't know, man. These kids that play these games are just nuts. They're so good. Like, I can't I can't play like I used to. So not, not that I'm disappointed in the game because I still like it. The zombies mode is fucking phenomenal. Speaking of Titanic earlier, I still I – mean, you can make fart noises all you want, but – I still like the zombies modes and this one, you know, the new levels on the Titanic. I find it intriguing. It's fun. There's <laughs> boo, boo, Andy Testaburger, boo, <laughs> boo, Andy Testaburger. <laughs> uh, but no, seriously, Meg. like as someone that has been a avid supporter of Call of Duty, as Jesse knows <laughs> very well, he, I think Jesse gave up buying Call of Duty after what Black Ops Two, maybe. Uh, Maybe even I, Black Ops 1? 
No, I bought um, Advanced Warfare, Oof. and then I immediately made a Destiny emblem in the Emblem Maker, and then stopped playing Advanced Warfare. Yeah. I, I played like five rounds of it, and I was like, oh, fuck this. And Advanced Warfare <laughs> was just the beginning of the end for me with that franchise, and I kept buying them. Every fucking year, I kept buying those goddamn games. <laughs> and and now, I, I mean, I've, I'm excited that the game has finally gone back to its roots, where I'm not jumping around all fucking nimble bimble, you know, and like these crazy booster packs and shit. It's just a straight up boots on the ground, go out free for all, you know, kind of normal shooter like Black Ops Two. It kind of it's very reminiscent of Black Ops Two. Um, it's weird it, that the selling point is it's more normal. I know, right? <laughs> it's fucked up that that's the selling point for me. But another selling point is the uh, the battle royale mode. I want. I like to call it the death of Fortnite. I, I hate Fortnite. <laughs> I'm over it. I'm hate sick of it. Dance. And, yeah, I'm so sick of it. And the the battle royale in here just trumps the shit out of Fortnite. It's it, it's a great time. I've actually had more success playing the battle royale mode than I than I have playing like team deathmatch and stuff. Um, oh, before I forget, because I will forget. Also, additional tangent. I hate the Fortnite dance. And Destiny has dances too, so I know that seems hypocritical. But we just got the Soldier Boy dance for Halloween, oh so yeah. <laughs> Game correct. set match. You better go ahead. Go ahead. They're changing over. <laughs> um, so yeah, I mean, it's it's a fun game. I definitely kind of I, I don't I don't regret I guess buying it, but I kind of regret spending the money I did on it because you know it's an expensive game when it first comes out and. I should have just waited till Red Dead. <laughs> I'm not mad that I have it. I'm just mad that it cost me money. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. It's fun, and I'm telling you, if you're older and you're slower, don't get a game like this. Get Destiny Two. <laughs> because, or Red Dead. Or Red Dead. I mean, seriously, like these. I'm telling you, these. If you're good at these games, please email me and add me as a friend or something and carry me. <laughs> I need. <to> <laughs> because I hope I those shoulders are ready, suck, dude. Like, I. I <sighs> I just can't. I can't hang with these kids anymore. All of them are on Ritalin or Adderall or something, and they're just fucking all over the place. Like I just, it just doesn't work for me anymore. So, again, if you're if you're not, if your reflexes aren't as good as they used to be, <laughs> <laughs> maybe uh, don't get the Black Ops Four game. <laughs> but See, now um, I know you're old because you're calling it the Black Ops Four. That's, <laughs> that's what you do when you get old. <laughs> Him and kids playing the Fortnite now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like I said, the the blackout mode, the battle royale is is a lot of fun. It's a ton of fun. You they they have a bunch of different maps from from all the older games, you know, that are mixed into one big map. So you run from like the firing range to like the slums or to just different. Oh, cool. So it's it's like I said, that part is really fun. And all my Fortnite players out there, please, you know, just get this and play that with me. It's worth it. <laughs> but <clears throat> that's all I got for that. What else what else do you got, Michael? You got anything else for the quick twist? Um, you know, gaming wise <laughs> I've been pretty good. I'm trying I've been trying to save money for various reasons, number of reasons. Okay. Recently, so I haven't been buying all the new games that have been coming out. They're really amazing <laughs> fun looking games that i That's really, okay. really 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 want to play is but around the corner all those deals will be precisely hidden. and everybody knows i want them so hint hint <laughs> wink, 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 wink. um but you know i you know i went in and bought a stack of cheapos stuff i've always wanted to play 
I'm a big fan of open world stuff. Plus, I wanted to take a break from online. So actually, I okay. uh, the last couple of weeks, I've been playing Mad Max. Have you ever played Mad Max 2015? Oh, nice. I no. I mean, I kind of down. No. What what did we? What did we get on PS4? The the download. It was a Mad Max game. Yeah, it was Mad Max. Just yeah, just Mad Max. Straight that's up. all it's called. Oh, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Okay. It came it came out the same time as Fury Road, but they didn't have that attached to it. It was okay, just kind cool. of its own thing. Which yeah. again, best action movie ever made. Uh, oh, yeah, Jesus. yeah. It's pretty freaking incredible. I, I love that movie still. Mm. <laughs> it's not my favorite Max movie. I'll throw that out I'm there. I'm still. I don't. Um, Dude, I, I honestly, I, it, I think it's a perfect action movie. If you haven't seen it, you should see it, and then you'll agree with me. Oh yeah, and, and the game <laughs> is pretty damn fun too. But yeah. You know, I do have a couple of minor gripes for the, you know, you know how open world games, sometimes they get repetitive. I'm doing the same mission right. over and over again. But the difference between, you know, that and, and, and good one is that you'll, you will have fun doing it in, Do, in yep. Max. I mean, yep. it's really a lot of fun. At first, it's quite challenging because everything is taken away from you. The black on black is destroyed. <laughs> you have no car. You have no <laughs> wheels. Uh, yeah, you pretty much come across this. They call me, you know, Black Fingers. He's a mechanic. And he's going to help you get your car back. Well, not your car, but build you another one. That's as but, far as I got in that game is meeting uh, that guy. And I was oh, like, yeah. I can't do it anymore. Uh, well, <laughs> trust me. You know, I've questioned myself a number of times. It's like, am I really going to go over? Because the, the, the map is pretty large. Mm-hmm. And there is a lot of stuff to do on it. Just Even just scavenging points. Sure. You will spend a ton of time just driving to these little camps and knocking a few guys <laughs> out. And picking up a few pieces of scrap and then getting sure. back into your car and doing it again. Sure. And you're going to keep doing it and doing it. But every now and then something special happens. And you're like, well, that was a lot of fun. Uh, like, know, what, really do you, what do you mean by something special? Like well, you my get a favorite job thing, or something? Like, no, no. Like <laughs> my favorite thing is, you know, this game has fast travel, but I don't bother with it too much because my favorite part of it is actually the road combat. Okay. And that's Mad Max, right? I mean, when you actually get into these situations to where you have to use your car that you've customized and built and invested and your scrap into for certain benefits you know do do i put surface spikes on so when i crash into them it does more damage do i want to put some stuff on my wheels so i just shred them with those or you can you can um, invest into like a harpoon gun and just tear their cars apart it's just it's it's crazy you you can just you, you put a big old battery ram on the front of it and you just hit your boost and smash into them and every time one of these things explodes, it's extremely satisfying. <laughs> it's one of those games that pulls off explosions, okay. and just when and you can feel it in the controller, and you can hear your harpoon gun reloading in yeah. the controller. It feels very hands-on. The, the 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 controls are really good, really really easy. I noticed they were really fluid. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it was pretty easy to move around and get used to stuff on it. Yeah, I just. Well, and another thing that I really appreciated about the game was that the user interface is very minimal. Mm-hmm. So it's it's very cinematic. Like you're seeing lots of landscape and world and stuff like that as opposed to menus and status bars and maps and all that stuff. It, it's very minimalistic in that aspect and it's gorgeous looking game. And they have a really cool uh, camera mode where you oh, can yeah. take screenshots and set them up and change angles and fly around the map and stuff. It's It's pretty awesome and i found myself using that a lot more than i actually thought that i was i mean when the game shows you that you have this i'm like okay that's pretty cool but then i'm like i'm in a wasteland how often i need this and then the thing is it's a wasteland but you come across many parts where there's just 
gorgeous to look at. Sure. Like, look at this big old rusty drawbridge out in the middle of these dunes. <laughs> there's nothing around you. You're just looking around and like, this is great. And then sometimes, I mean, just, I don't know, there's lots of secrets buried in the sand when you get just driving around. But you can't just drive around. You have to, you have to spend time collecting a lot of shit. Sure. So that you can make your shit the shit. <laughs> I mean, because once you get your car, That's a lot of shit, just the way you like it, man. Because right now I'm rocking that V8 engine and shit. I mean, because for a while you got that V8 V6, but once you get that V8, <laughs> you've got that fucking that that body armor. You've got the boosters. You've got oh my my favorite things are the thunder poons, which are yeah. the uh, the explosive harpoon gun. Oh okay. yeah, that's the shit. I love blowing things up with that. It's so much fun. I guess I just. I did not give a shit about Mad Max ever. So you're just the wrong just never... person. You're just wrong. <laughs> this is why we do a podcast together, my friend. Uh, it's, <laughs> it's it's a lot of fun. You'll I I can't even tell you. I put a lot of hours into it already. I'm I'm gonna finish it here pretty soon yeah. because where did you pick it up from? You know, I was just walking by GameStop. I can never help myself. I just walk into that fucking Going, place. Yeah. I mean, sometimes I feel guilty when I leave <laughs> because it's a little dirty, you know, because it's GameStop. But every now <laughs> and then, they'll be closing down soon. Enough. Yeah, they, yeah, they'll be going out of business. They, don't worry. They're hurting bad because every now and then they have these game sales. They're like, "Here, take this stack of games Just take for them, almost please. nothing." You know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna take those from you now. Yeah. Yeah, because they're finally realizing that the like the way that they bought their games was they've been screwing us mm, for years, and now it's their so turn. Long. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. I'm glad. But cool. Um. And how much was it, just GameStop, if anyone's interested? I think when you weigh in with the other games, I probably paid like 6 or $7 for it. Not bad. Nice. Yeah. It was free on the PlayStation Network recently. Yeah. So Witness me. If, I, I, I do have – I always – if you're like me, you go into your monthly PS4 free game and just kind of add it to your library. Mm-hmm. And eventually get to downloading it, maybe sometime if you're bored. <laughs> oh, oh, and uh, I I believe that Thunderdome is the best Mad Max movie. See, I'm... I I, get I guess it. I'll just have to watch. I really them. do. <laughs> I just think the thing about Fury Road is that it's perfect as an action movie on its own. Like it doesn't even really need the other Mad Max movies. I'm not saying that they that it shouldn't be connected or anything. I'm just saying that. If you had never seen any of those, you could watch Fury Road and just get it. And the other thing about that movie is that it's so visually communicated and so beautifully visually communicated that you could change the language track to any language you want and you'd still understand what's going on in the oh, movie. Yeah. Because, because nobody says like a goddamn word. <laughs> yeah, but it's, you don't need to. It's the same reason we don't need to know where Snoke came from. It doesn't matter. He's just a guy that Kylo don't, is supposed to kill. Dude, let's not go there. Don't, we don't, don't want to go there. Saying. We're going to be here all thing. night. <laughs> it's the same thing. No way. <laughs> don't you open that can of worms. It is not I, the same thing. Oh, wow. <laughs> You don't need it. It's needless exposition. You don't need it. Just accept what's on the screen and move forward. And And that's all that movie does. It just starts and then fucking goes. And that's the the problem. All that movie is is driving forward. (laughs) I I mean, I I think I see the point you're trying to make, but... eh. And okay, I'll tell you too, like with action movies like that that are just like pure action, I fall asleep all the time. I fell asleep in Avatar. I fell asleep, which is... Yeah, but Avatar is not an action movie. It's a crap movie. No. Those are two different things. <laughs> Agreed. But, like, it's it's like halfway... I don't, I don't think it was even billed as an action movie. I think it was more billed, like, sci-fi, 
It was, but they they had that action at the end that just, by the end of it, there was too much action that I was like, I'm already tired, and I just passed out. My point is that the action in Mad Max all makes sense. Everything that's in that world makes sense for the world, right? Mm -hmm. It would be that harsh. Everything would be that intense. There would be constant uh, conflict and people trying to kill each other all the time with, like, no time to breathe in between things. Like, I think that's how that would be. It's a... It's a post-apocalyptic, every-man-for-himself survival-type situation, and everything in the movie feeds into that perfectly without feeling shoehorned or needless or anything like that. Even the flaming guitar guy on the front of the war chariot makes in-movie sense. They would have war music. That's what they would be into because they're all gearheads. Like, there is nothing wrong with Mad Max at all. And I I agree (laughs) with you. It's just not my cup of tea. For whatever reason, and, I just can't get into that. So and I, that I makes get, sense. I get that all of I can the, like, the cinematic greatness of it and the story. I mean, like that, it, it speaks to you in so many other ways than just speaking, than like actually speaking to you. You know, like it right. gives you a right. definitive story, like you were saying, without having much dialogue. I just, sometimes in movies, I just need dialogue to keep me involved. Well, I, I, I completely. And I think that was my, my biggest turnoff was, was just that. I agree. It's, it's, it's a fun movie for people that oh. like those kind of movies. It's just not my cup of tea. I, I think it's an amazing action film. There's no denying it. It's, it's still, I I can't think of anything that's matched it since. I mean, well, actually, you know what? The Mission Impossible movie this, this year was pretty excellent. But uh, Really? It's not Fury Road. Fury Road blew the top of my head off. It, it's, yeah. It, you, know, it, you know, blew away my expectations. I didn't expect it to be as good as it was. You know, yeah. but when I was growing up, when I was young enough, my Mad Max movie in my time was Thunderdome. And, and right. I, I have to, I, the thing that I love about Thunderdome is the characters are more memorable. There, there's so many one-liners from that movie that people just know. You can just walk out into the crowd and say, two men enter, one man leaves. And people would know which movie you're talking about. Right. You, know, yeah. you can say a number <laughs> of lines that way. And then the chase is at the end of the movie. It's the climax. And it's a good one. It's a really good one. And I just... I just think it's just a more well-rounded movie. I mean, Fury Road is just a chase movie. It's a chase movie. It's the whole thing. But there's nothing yeah. wrong with it because it's like the best chase movie I've ever seen. Right. That's that's what I'm saying. It's not that it's not just a chase movie. It's that it's the quintessential chase movie. Yeah, sure. I think it's perfectly it, executed for what it is. There's been plenty done before it, and this one just and, nailed it. And, and plenty done after Cop Cop, yeah. Last Jedi. <laughs> 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 Worst chase movie ever. <laughs> Didn't they see Fury Road? Slow speed chase in there in space. Like, come on, man. Fucking terrible. <laughs> oh, God. This is hilarious, though, because if you go listen to our Last Jedi episode, Josh I, loved The I Last Jedi the first it. time he saw what? it. And then I told him, the further away <laughs> you get from more. this first viewing, the more you will hate this movie. Oh, and yeah. I was like, no, no, it's, it'll be fine. Absolutely true. He hates I, it now. Oh, yeah. We actually it, just, it took like three viewings before I was like, you know what? I don't think I like this movie. <laughs> Wait took, a minute. Fuck this. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Like, I mean, on the last uh, Galaxy Heroes episode I did, I basically just fucking panned that movie. Like, I, I, we did a top ten Star Wars for our, like, little thing, you know? Uh-huh. I think I had Last Jedi at, like, nine or some shit. You're like, Whoa. my list only has nine on it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I, and it's so true. It's... I feel like Last Jedi was just trying to be the last Max or something like that. <laughs> um, anyway, Mad Max, great, great game. Obviously, you're oh saying. yeah, that's what <laughs> we started with. All right. I think that yeah, the strength of the game is that it it sort of translates that 
that feel of pure action from the movie into the game pretty well. Okay. Even though there is a lot of running around, there's a lot of like purposeful running around because you need shit for your car. Yeah. You know, maybe one day I'll download it and and play it after 300 I, hours of Red Dead. Redemption. I think it's at least maybe like a 40 hour play. I think would be okay. pretty average, but okay. if yeah, sometimes I get yeah, carried would, yeah. away with trying to complete things. Sure. I'm like, well, I want to <laughs> yep. do that. I think. And you just, Six hours later, you're like, oh, you know, that was I'm a still doing this. <laughs> yeah, I'm still just checking out camps and collecting scrap over and over. Oh, here's a litter, I'm gonna, lizard. I'm gonna stomp on its head. I'm gonna eat it. Right. Oh, the you know the death races are pretty fun too. They can get frustrating at times because for the long, you don't get to use your own car. They give you random cars. So oh, okay. Some of them don't handle so well as the you know magnum opus, but sure. Um, yeah, it was a lot of fun. I, I love it. Word. Great game. All right, um, Jesse, you got any more twists? You got any more quick twists? I got, I got two more that I can combine into one, but that's okay. <laughs> um, what do you think? Uh, I think I think that's mostly me, honestly. Okay. If you wanna go ahead, it's been. <laughs> Dude, we so for listeners out there, we're, we've been doing a really good job actually for not writing a single note down for this podcast. I didn't do anything. This has been all fucking just candid as hell, and I'm sure you can tell because sometimes we have notes like at the normally at the beginning of the show I introduce better. <laughs> and we talk about like dude, what we're gonna talk about yeah, and, then, yeah. and then talk about it. <laughs> we but, just, today we just kind of flew. But we didn't it, know. So. No. <laughs> So we're just going, we're just going a little, little crazy here, and, and quick twist is going to be basically the episode. It's going to be twist my quick twist. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I have, uh, oh man, so I've been watching Netflix as well, a lot of Netflix. Um, Daredevil season three. Did you guys watch seasons one or two or the Defenders at all? I did not, but I just remembered nope. I have one more quick twist when you're done. So go ahead. No, you go first then, because oh. Well, it's very yeah. quick. It's an actual quick twist. Um, okay. The second season of the excellent Netflix series Castlevania anime oh, has come out. Yeah. Ooh. And because my girlfriend was out of town, it meant I could sit and just watch chunks of anime that would normally make her super disinterested. But <laughs> I didn't have to worry about that this time. So nice. I watched a bunch of Castlevania, and I'm really liking it. The pacing on the second season is a little too slow so far for me. Um, but the, it, it continues to be gorgeous and sound excellent, so I'm definitely willing to stick it out. And I know there's payoffs coming because freaking Alucard is in this. So, <laughs> how um, many episodes nice. is it? I, wasn't the first uh, one only four shit. or something like that? First one was pretty short. Six. Five, okay, six. Five six, six? six I, you're right. Six. It was short. It might have been four. I think this one is comparably length. But okay. um, the other thing that is cool about that is that the Castlevania collection is out. I don't know if that's what it's called, but it has. Symphony of the Night and one other game, and they're remastered for I think PlayStation, Xbox, possibly Switch. Oh, oh yeah. So if yeah, so definitely look into that. It's a good Halloween game, you know, for yeah. the keeping with the theme. But Symphony of the Night, I would say, is one of the best games that I've ever played. So okay. if you haven't, at least check it out. It's one of those games that's difficult but beatable, so it doesn't really discourage you from playing it. It's not, so, like, it's not like Ghouls and Ghosts or whatever. I've been. No, mm, oh, see, I would say that's like the limit of difficult but beatable for me because. It's beatable, but Dude. not not really in one sitting. I mean, you we can did do it. it, but it's we, we did, did it. it, but we hated it. <laughs> yes, like, <laughs> we did every second of it. <laughs> that game, but yeah, so it's it's doable. But um, I would say this is the kind of game that you can definitely feel your success and you know use that to drive you to the next milestone okay. in the game. Okay. Um, sort of like Mega Man X, 
very difficult, but not so gotcha. difficult that you can't play it gotcha. or that you'll get mad at it. Because so. I'm sure there's like yeah. the patterns that you pick up and recognize. and Right. Yeah, so levels. all Castlevania, thumbs up, go snag Castlevania and watch Castlevania. Word. And we'll stay on that Netflix trend, like I said, with Daredevil Season 3. And did you guys say you'd seen Seasons 1 or 2 or Defenders? No, not me. No, none of them? No, I haven't been up on it. So... I know a lot of the like Marvel Netflix series get panned. I mean, Luke Cage and uh, Iron Fist just got canceled. So yeah, I think that's kind of out of nowhere, right? Uh, I think honestly, that's because the episode of it was I think it was in Luke Cage season two. Iron Fist shows up and they did a little like Heroes for Hire kind of mm-hmm. spinoff, which was a big a, a pretty popular like duo back when right. they were doing it in the 80s I think is when they were doing it and so I honestly think that they canceled them so because both of them both of them separately are are pretty fucking trash like I was I was not I, I, I they're fine Iron Fist and Luke Cage they're fine they're not as good as Daredevil and so I think what they're trying to do is find their next Daredevil by canceling those combining them making heroes for hire gotcha so well and all four are the defenders right uh yeah, like Jessica Jones, um Daredevil, Luke Cage and Iron Fist, they're all the part of the Defenders crew. I mean, they're obviously like interchangeable like the Avengers, they always switch out between right. people, but but essentially, yeah, those are the for the Marvel uh cinematic universe thing, Netflix universe, that's the essential team. Um anyway, season 3 of Daredevil is the best season yet. And Daredevil is the the best series out of any of those TV series, like uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., um, Agent Carter, fucking all those stupid in- Inhumans, which, God, that fucking show was inhuman. It was so bad. <laughs> it was so bad. I don't even know how that passed any sort of, like, executive who read that and was like, yeah, this is good. Let's, well, probably let's no one. This. They were like, it's Marvel, go. Mm, it was so bad. In- oh, God. Don't ever watch Inhumans. Um, but it's Daredevil is by far, they, they got it right with this series. They, they've done an excellent job with all of their storytelling. Their action scenes are fucking incredible. They're, they're like hallway shot. I don't know if you ever saw It Man um, where they did the hallway shots oh, yeah, yeah. of mm-hmm. like yep. him kicking all ass, you know, through the hallway. It's yep. like a one shot. So Daredevil kind of took that and up the ante a little bit. And they, they do a lot of one shots. And... There's always a signature one in each season, and the one in season three just trumps everything. Nice. It's, it's basically Daredevil versus Bullseye, the real fucking Bullseye. None of that Ben who, Affleck bullshit. Isn't somebody played by Bull? Isn't Bullseye played by somebody I recognize? Uh, maybe. Let me. I'll look it up really quick. Um, but he's he's so much better than uh Colin, Colin Farrell. Colin Farrell, <laughs> yeah, like everybody gosh. is. It was just they just did such a let's just not job with that. We don't have to mention that movie. And I I know a lot of people. Everybody (laughs) knows it's pretty bad. I I mean, it's got certain uh, you know entertainment appeal if you you know if you're looking to watch something hilariously bad. That's what it is. I mean, in Colin Farrell, I mean, he just (laughs) I kind of combination Venom Daredevil Weekend. Oh Oh, yeah, God, dude, like he's got my side splitting sometimes watching him play Bullseye. Oh God, he was so bad. But this guy, this new guy, I'm looking him up right now. He's not even 
God, I think what was his name in the comics? It was some weird ass like Lawrence or I. I honestly, I think when I was Wikipedia in that shit, <laughs> it said that his name is not actually known. Like Daredevil has never really figured it out, but that he has like a bunch of different aliases, so it kind of worked out perfectly in this one. Um, the guy's name is Dex. He's an FBI agent that is guarding Kingpin, basically, in a in a nutshell. And you know, King and and Kingpin, the villain, he's the main villain of this season again. Kingpin was the villain in season one, and he was good. I really liked him. I really enjoyed Vincent Dofrento or whatever. Is it D'Onofrio? D'Onofrio. That's God. I can never fucking remember that shit. <laughs> but that guy, Vincent D'Onofrio, he um, plays Kingpin, and he's incredible. He's just like the Kingpin that that we deserve, basically. And the first season, he was good. He did a he did a great job portraying him. And then this this new season that he's heavy on, it he just like takes it to a whole other fucking level, dude. He's he's con man to the max. And it's amazing to see how he basically manipulates this FBI agent and turns him into bullseye. And like, I mean, he's, he's got his skills and stuff and it was getting kind of wrapping all this up and getting it back to that, that one shot scene. Bullseye always had those skills where he could just basically throw anything and it'll bounce off of anything and he'll always fucking hit you with it. And they, they're doing this one shot through an office. And if you can if you've ever worked in an office, you can imagine all of the different little fucking sharp things that are sitting around that, that bullseye could throw. And like he's throwing this shit like against walls that's hitting a cubicle and bouncing and sticking in a Daredevil's arm, you know, like a pencil or some shit. And Daredevil's just like, What the fuck? <laughs> just <laughs> Just like I can't I can't beat this. You know I'm blind, right? That's just not fair. <laughs> yeah. Like all you do is see. Yeah, and I mean, you know, eventually he catches on and stuff, but oh my god, it's they they really give Bullseye they they serve him justice in this one. Like he's he's a he's the man. And honestly, at this point, I think Bullseye and Kingpin would both be in probably my top 10, top 7 um favorite MCU villains if not higher than that, just because of how good they are and how good the actors were um, just playing those characters, you know. It's huh. just, they're so they're so believable. <laughs> um, so if you hated the movie, maybe give the character a second chance? If you hated the movie, definitely give this series a chance. <laughs> because it, it, it takes everything that you know about that Ben Affleck bullshit and just wipes its ass with it. <laughs> like, <laughs> It's so good. Um, I'm still trying to figure out who this fucking actor is. Um, but yeah, and they they play on. Um, in uh, this... I looked him up, but it's not somebody I recognize. No, okay. okay. <laughs> uh, th- this one they they played on the. Um, there, there's a there's a really popular storyline, a Daredevil storyline in the comics, where he's like the cat attacks him. Yeah, fucking Trev always coming in. Man, I don't. It's it's a. It's basically where he gives up the Daredevil mantle, or he, he he doesn't give it up. He more so like questions the Daredevil mantle, and questions God and his faith and stuff. Um, I wish I could remember what it is. Does he get a black suit to go with his new dour personality? No, he actually. So in the first season, he has that suit where he's just got the bandana over his eyes. 
He kind of looks like oh, okay. Tenchi from Mortal Kombat. Right, that was um, cool. And he goes back to that in this season. Oh, okay. Because he in it's basically it's a long, you know, drawn out series. But in Defenders, he a building collapses on him, um, and he loses his suit in the collapse. Like the suit is destroyed basically in the collapse because it it's very it's very uh, comic book, you know, suit esque where it protects you, but from that sort of shit. But but it's nothing special. Yeah, it'll be destroyed after you get out of it, whatever. Um, so he kind of takes over. Takes, goes back to his original roots and um, one of the cooler parts is I mean there's always a framing scene in these like Netflix shows or the, the long series of Marvel where it's like oh we're going to frame the hero and everyone's going to turn on him blah 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 and the way they do that, do that in this is basically by giving Bullseye the Daredevil costume and he goes around oh, and nice. just fucks people up in the Daredevil suit mm. And so people are thinking that it's him doing it and like, oh, it's just, and it's so good. The, the climax, the last few episodes, the, the, the big battle at the end, I check it out, man. <laughs> if anything, if you watch just the beginning of this season, just season three, it'll give you a nice recap of everything and you'll be nice okay. and caught up. And and, cool. and for people that are smart, like you guys, you'll understand what's going on. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> So I definitely recommend checking out um, season three of Daredevil. It's it's just fun. unless you're dumb. Fantastic. If you're dumb, don't watch it. Well, I mean, I'm pretty <laughs> dumb and I love it. So it's kind of <laughs> like. <laughs> um, uh, then the other thing I had was Making a Murderer, part two, on Netflix just came out. Have you guys ever? Did you guys ever watch the first season of that? It's very um, what's that? It's a diversive. It's a very diversive. Divisive? Divisive, yeah, divisive. Sorry. Thank you. God, see, this is why you're my editor, bro. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, very divisive in it. And a lot of people think that the guy did murder the chick. And a lot of people think the cops set him up. And the first season was super intriguing. It kept you, it just kept you glued to the screen for all 10 episodes. Like, I, I couldn't stop watching it. And it, I finished it in maybe a day <laughs> I think I think I started watching it in the morning one day off and finished it by the end of that night or something and it was damn that first season was so polarizing you know it just just drew you in there and um, the second season kind of builds on that and and really dives into like some of the the forensics and like the the scientific um, detective work that they that they're doing and and trying to get this guy, you know, exonerated of all of his things, all of his charges and stuff. It's it's really interesting. I really enjoyed it. It's not for everybody. I'll say that. Um, it's kind of, it's a little slow. It's a little, if you like crime TV, that sort of thing, you know, then it's, it, it'd be good. But if you're not into the crime stuff, eh, you might not like it as much. So it's, I just, I, I like season two. It, it's, they, they brought out a lot of new kind of evidence or like new questions you know that that as i'm watching it i'm like what the fuck <laughs> these guys these guys really screwed this poor guy but then you you hear the other side of it because they'll bring in the other side of it and you kind of hear that aspect and you're like okay wait See, a minute. that's interesting i'm glad that they decided to do that like well, here's all the they don't against that. they don't do it a lot but they do it and 
and they do it enough to where you're like, okay, wait a second. So maybe he did do this, but then they quickly counter that and, and give you some new sort of evidence that they found. And you're like, wait, fuck those guys. (laughs) So it's, it's a pretty, it's a pretty fun watch. Um, but again, it's it's not for it's not for everyone. And then I think huh. I think that's it for me. I didn't really do I didn't really watch much else. I've been working a lot. So I think all those things were really good that they just happened to be sort of Halloween related though. Like you had that creepy pus monster, and there was, <laughs> I saw Halloween, and Venom was well, like a monster. And I, I was I was thinking about doing a segment. We don't have to do it either. I mean, the, the the listeners might want it now, now that we're talking about it, but <laughs> about, like, different hauntings. Have you guys ever had any personal hauntings or, like, seen any ghosts or anything like that? Um, I stayed in Maine <clears throat> right after high school, which um, is notoriously the most haunted state in Union. It's why Stephen King chooses to live there and spend his time <laughs> there so that he can feel creepily It's a beautiful inspired. state, though. It is gorgeous, and if you get a chance to go, I recommend going um, really whenever. Maybe not in the winter, but, you know, any other time. It's (laughs) it's a beautiful, beautiful place. Um, But when I was there, I was staying in in an apartment above a restaurant, and the apartment used to be a bar, and all of the locals were just, you know, it was a fact that that place was haunted because somebody had died there in a fight or something. I don't remember where it was, but... um, it what's was, it, what's it, it called? The restaurant is called Chase's, and it's in a tiny, tiny little town called Winter Harbor, and there's something like 800 permanent residents in this town, so it's, I mean, it's a small town, I'm not exaggerating. Okay, yeah. And yeah, uh, so, you know, history in small towns can tend to have quite a strong hold on people and their imaginations and things like that. And uh, so I was staying in this apartment, and I was sitting at a computer one night, unfortunately, the the bedroom door uh opened directly into a very long hall with another door at the opposite end of it Mm, so that's already already, (laughs) it's a little creepy so i'm sitting at my computer with my back to the door you know and you know not not really worried about anything just sitting at my computer and i got that feeling that you know i'm definitely definitely being watched like there's there's somebody behind me. I don't know mm. why there's somebody behind me. I just know that there's somebody behind me. Mm. And, you know, so I turned to look and there's nobody there. So I kind of walked out into the hallway where my uncle was. And I was like, Hey, did you just walk <laughs> past? Like, did you happen to maybe be leaving the bathroom or something? Jesse, are you on drugs? <laughs> he's like, he's like, no, I've been sitting here on the couch. And I was like, okay, you know, <laughs> I guess I believe you. That's, That's kind of weird. weird. <laughs> So, yeah, and it, so it, it happened to me again, like, maybe 10 or 15 minutes later, and so, you know, I turned around to look, and when I turned around to look, I could see my uncle turning off the living room light, so it was like, I know that he wasn't behind me, he's in the other room, mm-hmm. and it was it was just creepy, you know, so I said, like, out loud, just leave me alone, <laughs> like, I was, <laughs> I was panicked, and I didn't know what to do, so I said, just leave me alone. And I felt 100% better after that. I never had another feeling of something being behind me. And, you know, I don't know if it was a thing that happened or if it was just, you know, all the locals had been talking about it and subconsciously I made it happen. Or I just, it was was a weird thing. I I wouldn't say I've ever had a personal experience that I know was a ghost, but 
I wouldn't say that I know that that wasn't a ghost. I would say that's a (laughs) that's a pretty close personal experience for sure. I mean, and it's it's funny because like that's a pretty common thing that people say about ghosts is that you just tell them to leave you alone, and then they usually do. You don't. And I think that was like some five year old memory that I had where I was like, when I was a kid, what would I do? Like. Uh, yeah, it, it was it was definitely creepy. Like it, it messed with me a little bit, but it didn't happen again did after you that. Any, I, did you ever have any like weird dreams there, like any nightmares or anything there? Well, uh, well, I had just graduated high school and I was eighteen, so I was having weird dreams all the time. Oh, okay, <laughs> that makes sense. I mean, just like anything that would maybe like, because a lot of times, as far as in my experience, a lot of times ghosts kind of like fuck with you in your dreams too. Um, no, I mean. I guess I've always, it's not that I've always been a, like a real vivid dreamer. It's just that I've always had a pretty active imagination. Oh, okay. So I think weird dreams to me were just one of those things I wouldn't correlate. Like it might've been happening at that time and I didn't notice it because I, I feel like I've had weird dreams forever. I think dreams are just weird in general, but (laughs) I, I don't know if that would be the kind of thing that I would go, Oh, they're suddenly weirder. You know what I mean? Like I would just, I probably wouldn't notice it. All right, well, I guess, okay. Debunked. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's, that's Happy cool. Happy Halloween, it's all I'd, bullshit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'd, uh, I'd, I did love Maine, though. It was kind of, it was a super creepy place. When we, when we went there, it was, you know, it was in August, and it's a, it's a drive. We were in New Hampshire and had to drive to Maine from New Hampshire. And, like, on the way back, it was dark. And, like... Driving through but like trees impossibly like eternally black void dark yeah like, dude not, yeah not very like, close trees to the road and stuff yeah. yeah very just dark like you had to have brights on and stuff and like, like that kind of like we're gonna get fucking murdered out here if anything happens <laughs> we break down we're getting killed out here swear to god no one will ever find and us. no one will ever find us <laughs> yeah and it's just like i don't know Maine is just a creepy place in general um, so I, I would not doubt it if, if that restaurant was a little haunted. Mike, have you had any... Like I said, supposedly that's why Stephen King lives there. Sure. Because he says it puts him closer to that stuff. Yeah. Spirits, hauntings. He loves, I don't know how he, he loves that it, sort of thing. He loves staying in yeah. haunted places, so... Mike, have you had any hauntings? Any sort of experiences? Um, you know, you know, it was probably about 13, 15 years ago I went to a, a wedding... Uh, an old friend he was getting married in in florida um you know right around tampa that area i'd never been to florida before (laughs) then and you know at first i was a little excited until like well i got to there because we're we're out in the sticks in the woods and um Mm. yeah we're this is where they were staying so we had the whole wedding party there we were having a, a lot of fun you know drinks games you know, just hanging out. Normal wedding shit. Uh, then one of the uh, the bride's friends was getting pretty emotional. And she decided, well, I'm it's the middle of the night. I'm going to go out into the swamp and just start walking around. Okay. So after a while, you know, uh, the other ladies like, come on, boys. Uh, can we go and find this girl so something doesn't, like, eat her? So get eaten by a gator? Or she doesn't get hurt. Which is know? a real threat. Yeah. It's dangerous out there. And we're like, okay. So <laughs> we all get together. And then once we realized that she was nowhere any close at all, we decided to split up a bit. And we took flashlights out and 
were all really scared. Um, oh man, I'm and um, I'm scared. Was at it... some point, we we could hear somebody calling us over that they had found her, and I was like, "Well, we don't know what that means yet. That could mean anything." Yeah. So we're running towards them calling, and we were on this road. It's the road that leads into where they live and goes out into the main road. And they're like, "We just we think we just saw her over here." About and like, well, where? She's like, maybe about 150 feet up ahead of us on the road. We called out to her. She says she's for, she was wearing white, uh, white, right? And I says, no, she wasn't wearing white. Oh, bro. <laughs> so we were all, you know, scaring each other. Yeah. So we we started heading this direction, and then we seen this figure walking away from us, and it looked like it was wearing like a, it looked female, and uh, it was wearing like a white robe or something like that, or like pajamas or something. Sure. Uh, something very traditional, you know, but still pretty far away, about 150 feet away, and it was dark, and we just had our flashlights, and we were all really scared. So you're only seeing so, this from, like, moonlight, too, then? Yeah, pretty much that, and, and what flashlights we had. So then we were approaching this, and we're calling out, and then, you know, of course, others are reminding me, hey, she wasn't wearing white anything. Yeah. Uh, that's not her. <laughs> and Stop then, chasing you know, her. So we're, we're, like, picking up pace, trying to catch up with whoever this is, and... um. And then, you know, one of the girls calls out, and this thing just kind of stops. Now we're within probably about, you know, 50, 60 feet. And we're coming up on this bend in the road to where it's going to create a blind spot. And um, because of the heavy brush and heavy, you know, trees and everything. So right before this happens, this thing turns around and then just shoots both of its arms up into the air. And then slowly turns back around and it just starts going slow. So with we're like, the arms still in the air? With the arms just up in the air. And um, we're like, well, what the hell is she doing? This is so weird. <laughs> I so, so, now chills, we're, so now we're running. We just start running towards this thing. Yeah. Because uh, it went around this bend, and we can't see through the trees. And we get there like that. It's not, you know, a snap of a finger. We get there really fast. Sure. And it's just gone. Oh, and we're, we're looking on both sides of the roads. There's no way anybody's walking through here. It's yeah. so thick. It couldn't have gone here. The roads are straight away. There's nothing there. We're like, what the? F- what happened to this thing? We we never positively identified it as a male or a female. It, we didn't know exactly what it was. What happened we to your friend? Was, well, we started heading back and just ran into her, and she, she wasn't was there. And she was wearing a black leather jacket. And she's probably freaking, just like, "What's up, guys?" Yeah, she's like, "Where have you been?" She's like, "I've been back at the house." It was something silly, like out of a. You know, cliched horror situation, but it was really creepy. I think. I wonder if it was one of those like maybe this this if it was a spirit if it like at the bend or something, a car hit that person (laughs) you know around the corner and like they were putting their hands up to stop the car from hitting them, and so then it disappears after that because because a lot of you wouldn't put your hands over your head though. They just shot straight up at both sides like like really fast. It was weird. That's so weird. And then just slowly turned around and then walked and then got, just like, gone I out of sight. I got chills and shit. I'm all creeped out. And so, and, I just you know, checked. All my doors are definitely locked. <laughs> good. We were we were all drinking and having you know wedding fun, but we all we all saw it, which is the weirdest yeah. thing. And then we just turned around and within minutes there you she was behind you us. You don't happen to know. You don't remember what the road was, do you? Oh no, or no, city no. or anything? No, it it was. I can't even remember the name of the town. It was just in the sticks somewhere outside oh, of Tampa. Okay. We we, we they, you know, they got married. We went to a Nine Inch Nails show right Ooh, after the wedding. It no was really deal. cool. <laughs> yeah, in Tampa, that's that's the only town I actually remember. You know, flying okay. into and all that stuff. So, but uh, yeah, that was pretty scary. I Damn. Okay, so I think 
Mike wins. That was a good story. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't, I mean, I have one, but I'll save it for a later date, I think. Because it's, <laughs> it's a long story. Um, the only other one I could think of was when uh, me and uh, Jesse went and visited a graveyard up in Fort Collins. That was really cool. Which was pretty mm. creepy. We got some pictures. It's like north side of Fort Collins, just between Fort Collins and the port. Bingham Hill Cemetery. Is cemetery. It's uh, a cemetery where they buried <clears throat> like a group of mothers and their children mm-hmm. who had all died in a storm walking to a hospital to get medicine. It's like the saddest fucking place mm. ever. Dude. And yeah. there are there shit there's shit there that like I mean the first night we went there because we were younger you know probably eleven ten eleven years ago or something and we're like let's go ghost hunting this would be a good time let's go ghost hunting and we find this you know online we find Bingham Hill Cemetery we're like let's go check it out and we go there the first night do you remember this when we went there oh, yeah. we were standing outside the gates like because because you had to basically you walk up from the road uh, you go down this trail. Um, go between this this like little gate that says don't don't trespass obviously um, and so you have to go through the do not trespass thing and blah 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 and you walk down this river basically and then it takes down the you down the bank of a river yeah bank of a river it takes you about I don't know it's maybe 100 feet or something and then yeah it's not real the far cemetery. but we that first night we went we opened up the gate and like walked maybe 3 feet down the bank of the river and we just started like crying like, like immediately like loud crying like babies like bawling and i mean there there's no way we, it was like two in the morning there's no way there's gonna be any fucking babies out in that cemetery with their mother, or that we you know, would like, i mean and it's one of those things like there could be you know a house that's positioned so that the acoustics <laughs> of a crying baby it, it was just weird no, it was really weird yeah it's in the middle of a field it's like you have to bury your own <laughs> <laughs> Don't bury that boy. The soil is sour. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, in the the graveyard is just like when the moon hits it perfectly too. It's just so perfectly lit up, and you can see everything. Like we finally, I think a week later, we went back and we got the balls to actually go. We went to the graveyard during the day so we could actually see what was up. Yeah. And then and then we went there again. That honestly, night. though, even during the day. Even oh, during yeah. the day, it was a little unsettling it just was. to be there. It was very like, unsettling. But you yeah. get to see all the, the headstones where it's like, lived from 1890 to 1894. Or, right. you know, just yeah. really old shit. And like, dude, and then we, we went back that night and we took some pictures and stuff. And like, I remember one particular picture, we picked up an image of a, of a little boy in a tuxedo in the bottom like right hand corner. Yeah, it was funky. Yeah, we were we were sitting. One of us is sitting on a chair. I don't remember who it was. We were sitting on a chair. That's again. I don't know why we were sitting on a chair in a graveyard that looked. Because we were kids. But but yeah, it was sitting on that. Um, the face was all distorted of the person sitting on the chair, and then there was like a a face in the bottom of like a little kid. You know, it was like you could see like the the face, and then the the basically the top of the torso or whatever and you could see the suit that he was in oh man it that place if there's if there's anyone that's ever ghost hunting and and you get the balls and you can evade cops because i'm sure they watch it a lot or maybe get permission or something from the landowner yeah there you go i'm not (laughs) saying go trespass or anything yeah but like it is a very creepy place if you can visit it during the day even like we were saying it's just like 
man, you walk in there and and you already have like the hair on the neck is on your neck is standing up, you know, like you just you get this sad feeling when you're walking through it. It's ugh, it's brutal, but that's uh that's about what I got. I think I still think Mike wins though. That fucking <laughs> hmm. Yeah, I was, was like some... an adult. I don't have anything from when I was a kid. You know, when because when you're when you look well, back on those days, we maybe you adults. do. <laughs> maybe you do have something that could have been legitimate if you think about it. But oh, I have one you, from you. All got all these people telling you it's just your imagination, mm. but you never know. Maybe you saw something when you were a kid. My mom was she just put fuel to that fire. When I told her I saw a ghost when I was younger, <laughs> she was like, "I bet you did." Like where? What was its name? Did you hang out? <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Did you bring it home with you? Exactly. <laughs> And again, that's a, that's a story for another time. It's a, it's a long one because I, I know the whole background of everything too, so I kind of know like what happened and stuff. But mm-hmm. but yeah, there was a those are some good stories. Those are some good Halloween creepy stories. What um, a creepy Halloween podcast! I know, right? It was a good time. It's it's even more... my rock star is orange and black. <laughs> I'm wearing a striped sweatshirt, you know, Beetlejuice style. I think. Oh, and my that's mic cool. cover is orange and the mic stand is black i'm oh, sensing a whole theme here man i carved a boba fett pumpkin last night <laughs> it was amazing i was actually really happy of how it turned out go check it out on instagram tma podcast and you'll, you'll see my my boba fett you'll see kylie's give me one sec too. it's there oh yeah um i don't know if you guys you guys got anything else as far as uh Talking points or podcasting things? We've been at it for almost two hours, so. Oh, hey, time yeah. flies. I figured we shouldn't take a break this time. We'll just fucking we'll just, just plow do it. Through Hell it. yeah, fuck it. That was kind of the whole like theme of this one. It's just like you should just do it. Yeah. Just, just Nike that bitch. <laughs> <laughs> do it. <laughs> um. So yeah, thanks everyone for listening. I'm not even gonna go through the spiel. You can, you know where to find us if you listen. You know, <laughs> you it was know all in the intro. Us. It'll be there. Yeah, yeah, it's it's there, man. Perfect. Um, sorry for anyone that got their their feelings hurt by Venom getting spoiled or whatever, but fuck off. It's been out for weeks. Yeah, it's you, fine. I mean, You're good. It's all right. I'm saved. I might have saved him some time. That money poor character. I know. <laughs> no shit. He's. They're never gonna get it right. It's never gonna happen. Well, I don't know how much time I have left on this earth, but they better get on it. I mean, you know, time is such a fragile thing. If um, I had to guess, I'd say the good Venom movie comes out on the exact same day as the perfect Silver Surfer movie. Oh. And on uh, that note, we're going to close this up. Again, thank you guys for listening. We're the Twist My Arm Podcast. You can email us at twistmyarmpodcast at gmail.com. Uh, you can send us voicemails at 508-93-TWIST. Um, eventually we're going to have some live shows where you can actually call in on the show on that phone number. So write that shit down. Remember it. 508-93-TWIST. Um, thanks to, thanks to the listeners for being patient with us on this journey that we are going through as a podcast, as a network, as everything. Um, everything takes time. It, you know, it, it's, there's a, there's a, there's growing pains always and, and things will never ever be perfect, but we appreciate immensely the listeners and the viewers and the people that support our podcast. So just wanted to give a big shout out and thanks to all of you guys. You know who you are. Um, I think that's it. My name is Josh. My name is Jesse. Be cool to each other. 
Uh, good night. This is Michael. See ya. <laughs> and we're the Twist Man Podcast. We will talk at you next week. The Twist My Arm crew thanks you for listening to this episode of the Twist My Arm Podcast. The Twist My Arm Podcast theme song was written and performed by the Hot Dang Gang.